Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back. How's everybody doing with things starting to open back up? I'm pretty sure they're starting to open back up everywhere at this point. Yeah, since we live in New York and it's like the last place to open up everything, so everywhere else must be open. Yeah, if New York is open, I know y'all must be open too. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything's like going back to normal, kind of. Kind of. I don't know. I'm like skeptical. I'm going to be hiding out in my house for like a while, though. (laughs) For sure. I just, I don't know. I'm a germaphobe, and you can relate to this. You kind of made me a germaphobe, but also we took a microbiology class, which like that I wish, I genuinely wish I never took that class just so I could like be ignorant to this whole thing. I know. I know so much about like how viruses can spread on surfaces and how long they last and like just I know so much that I wish I didn't know because I'm so annoyed. I know. I know how far a sneeze can spread. <laughs> Let's we just put had, it at that. We had to learn that. And a cough. Like oh <laughs> when we used to be on airplanes, like back in the day when we could go on airplanes, someone would cough and Yammer and I would both just look at each other and then hold our breath so we're not like inhaling the cough. I vividly remember and always think about our train ride back from New York City to home. (laughs) And some guy was just nonstop hacking. Such a bad cough. We just covered our nose the entire time. Yeah, with our shirt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I hate being a germaphobe. I wish I wasn't. Sometimes I wish I was ignorant to it, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm never getting sick. I'm trying to get better. I've become a lot more calm since this has all started. Like, in the beginning, I was, like, being a psycho, which I still Mm -hmm. kind of am, but I'm a lot more chill. Yeah, I'm just getting over, like, scraping my skin off trying to wash my hands and stuff. (laughs) But anyway, what have you been up to? Well, I feel like I actually have some information to share on this podcast, which I didn't have for a very long time, but I went back to work this week because everything's opening up, which, like, I'm kind of sad, I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm happy that I can make money and that I still have a job and, like, I'm so grateful. But, and then I also just have a really embarrassing story I thought I could share with this topic. I'm ready for it. I I think I've mentioned this before, but I don't really get embarrassed easily. Like, nothing really embarrasses me unless I've been thinking about it. Unless someone catches me doing something really weird, then I'll be embarrassed. But if I, like, trip Mm -hmm. or something, that doesn't embarrass me. So I'm not even that embarrassed by this, but it just kind of, like, I wish it didn't happen. I really wish that this didn't happen. So this is going to be kind of confusing. So every day before my shift, I have to call in an hour before to see if they need me. Because, like, if it's slow, I don't have to go. But if it's busy, they'll be like, okay, come right in. This particular day, I called in at 6 a.m. because I was supposed to work at 7. And he said, call back in an hour, and we'll see if we get busy. So I'm like, okay. So then I call back at 7. I stayed awake that whole time, didn't go back to sleep. And I was, like, on TikTok and stuff. So then I call back at 7 and nobody answers. So then I'm like, okay, I'll call back in like five minutes. Maybe they're busy. So in the meantime, I'm going to scroll through TikTok. So that's what I'm doing. And then I get a call when I'm looking at a TikTok of the Chipmunk movie. (laughs) So 
the the TikTok was like saying if you slow down this chipmunk part, like you can hear what their real voices sound like. So I was like watching that TikTok <laughs> and then I get a phone call from my job, my boss. I go to answer and like as it's ringing, the chipmunk music didn't really stop. So I'm like, okay, maybe <laughs> when I when I answer like it's going to stop. So for some reason I decided to answer the call. The chipmunk music did not stop and it was blaring from my cell phone while my manager is trying to talk to me. <laughs> and the worst part about it is just neither one of us even addressed it. Like, there was just blaring chipmunk music. What were they saying? Oh, they were like, because you had a bad day. You're taking one down. In the chipmunk voice. And he just didn't even address it. And I'm like, okay, I know he hears that. And I was, as he's like telling me like a whole paragraph i'm like trying to press all these buttons on my phone trying to get it to stop and i'm like "Uh uh-huh okay yep uh uh-huh and it's not stopping i have so many things to say right now first of all even the timing of everything is so funny because say this happened in the middle of the day and you were like maybe listening to chipmunk music for all he knows yeah or watching the chipmunk movie you know he doesn't know but at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. or 7 a.m., mm-hmm. why would you ever be, like, mm-hmm. listening to any music, let alone chipmunk songs? That's why it's so embarrassing. He probably thinks that I was, like, dancing around my room at 7 in the morning blasting chipmunk music. And also, let me add, my manager is, like, my age. Like, it's not like he's, like, a 60-year-old man that, like, you know, yeah. would maybe not hear it or think nothing of it. Like, he's my age. So it's oh so embarrassing. God. Wait, I don't know if I already asked you this, but when you got to work, did you guys address it? Did you say anything about it? <laughs> no, I didn't work that day. Oh, he told me you... not to come in because it was, like, dead. So he yeah. told me not to come in, and then I was gonna address it. I was like, it's I can't. I just don't want to. Yeah, but I need you to address it still because I need to know, did he hear it? What did he think? He heard it. He heard it because it was coming out of my cell phone you know it's not like it was in the background like being quiet it was literally it probably sounded like the music was coming from his phone because it was like right out of mine into the phone (laughs) call that is so crazy of all songs too it had to be a chipmunk version i've been thinking though and i'm kind of grateful that it was that instead of like another tiktok because what if it was like you know some tiktoks are like weird yeah they're like yeah what if it was one okay, of those? I mean, like, I guess. But like that a one's girl talking weird. or a guy talking about yeah. something weird. And then that's just playing and, yeah, in the background. True. Like, that would be so bad. <sighs> that is so funny. When you told me this story, I, and, and still, I could not stop, like, dying laughing. I was just like, you know what? Like, I wasn't even laughing. I was just like, this would. <laughs> it just would happen. Like, how does yeah. that? My phone, and again, since, that's never happened. This was, I mm-hmm. think, two weeks ago. Never glitched like that in my life. Never played music while I was on the phone. Except when I'm speaking to my manager. So funny. So do you have anything new and exciting to share? Not necessarily new and exciting, but I've been kind of getting a little bit better about not working necessarily, but like working on myself. I've been journaling a lot. Oh my god. And kind of like talking about my day and... Because I want to look back on it, especially because this is such a crazy year. I'm going to want to remember, like, what mm-hmm. I was thinking through all of this. 
So I've been writing a lot and it feels really good. And I've been going outside a lot, which is like really good for me. Same. I have so many things to like add off of what you just said. So Mm -hmm. first of all, journaling 10 out of 10 amazing. I've been, I used to only journal important events, but obviously since this whole like pandemic and everything, I've been journaling a lot. And just because me and you are both so nostalgic that like, I always just think of like when I'm 80, like I talk to like my 80 year old Mm -hmm. self, I feel I like get very descriptive and like what happened this day, what was going on, how I felt. And I'm like, ooh, my 80 year old self is gonna love reading this. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I'm outside all day, every day, 24 hours a day. I have not even been inside my house unless it's to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, because like we said, we live in New York. I'm just thinking in like two months, I'm going to be trapped indoors again. Like it's going to be winter yeah. in like a week. And I'm trying to make the best of it and like enjoy every single second. But it's just making me want to move somewhere warm mm-hmm. so bad because I am thriving in this weather. Imagine being somewhere where you can actually enjoy the sun for more than three months. We get three months of summer and then it's like back to dark, cold days. Mm-hmm. I would just, I would be thriving. That is the environment that I would thrive in. Mm-hmm. And it's just making me extra depressed because I want to live somewhere warm so bad. I think we'll get the opportunity at some point in our lives to move somewhere a little sunnier. <laughs> We will. We're speaking it into existence, people. Mm-hmm. I want to share something really cool that I found. You're going to be obsessed because, like okay. I just said, we're talking about journaling, our 80-year-old self, you know. So, I found this website thanks to TikTok. And I sent it to you on TikTok. I hope you didn't see it yet. You saw it? I did see it. Ugh. I saw it before you sent it. Oh, really? And you didn't send it to me, Savage? Did I not? No. Interesting. Okay, so everyone, listen up. If you're like us and you're like nostalgic, you need to go to futureme.org and you can write a letter to yourself, like an email, and have it send in however long you want. You can do automatically one year, three years, or five years, or you could set the date to any day. Like you could send it into like the next millennial. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. So I wrote myself a huge letter to send in three years. And I was, like, explaining 2020, and then I was like, wait, I feel stupid because if you're going to read this in three years, like, I hope you would remember 2020, and, like, I don't need to go into detail. And then I was just saying, you know, my predictions for where I think I'll be at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be so weird reading it and being like... Oh, honey. How insane. I know. Like, how insane is that going to be to see where you are? You're probably going to surpass all the things that you predicted and, like, your goals. Oh, my God. That that is so exciting. And then I also wrote another short one just to send in one year because I'm excited. You know, I'm too impatient to wait three. So Mm -hmm. I sent one for one, too. And I just said, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm like, hey. I feel like. I feel like we're 100% going to forget about them, too, which is going to be even cooler because we're going to be like, when we open our email that day, we're going to be like, oh, my God, I forgot I about know. this. I can't even remember what I ate for dinner yesterday, so Same. that's going to be fun. It's going to be the most exciting thing. I literally can't wait because 
you and I just live for this stuff. We live for, like, memories and, like, all of that. Mm -hmm. Well, I was even looking, because I always look at my past journaling, and, like, two years ago, I was writing in my journal about how I'm going to try to go for pharmacy, and, like, I don't know if I can do it, but I'm going to work towards that goal, and, like, it's crazy now looking back on it, and I'm accepted. It's, like, insane. That's why I love journaling and all that stuff because you Mm -hmm. can look back and even if it was just a normal day, like I remember the day that I got my journal is we got them together Mm -hmm. and then you were like driving and you choked on a tortilla, (laughs) you choked on a quesadilla or something from Taco Bell as you were driving. So I literally had to like take the wheel and drive for you. (laughs) I feel like I would have forgotten that by now if I didn't write it Mm -hmm. down. I wrote it in mine too that day. So <laughs> it was, I'm that was our that. first journal entry. We were so excited to like get home and journal. So we talked about me choking on a tortilla. <laughs> that was hilarious though. We really thought we were gonna die for a second. Because Yammer did. just could not breathe while in control <laughs> of a moving vehicle. Oh, that was funny. Oh my god, we haven't even gotten into our ups and downs yet. I know. Okay. Is it our highs and lows or our ups and downs? <laughs> every single episode i think it's ups and downs okay i'll start with my down this is so random but i have allergies like seasonal allergies i've never had those before and you just developed them yeah which really like kind of sucks and i now feel so bad for all the people that have had them like their whole life it's terrible especially now One of the pharmacists I work with has really bad seasonal allergies, and now that she has to wear the mask, it's, like, really bad. Because she has to, like, sneeze in the mask, and her (laughs) eyes water, and her... Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I feel like mine isn't as bad. Mine is bad in, like, a different way. Mine is, like, I get more plugged up, kind of. So then, like, my eyes don't water, my nose doesn't water or anything. But I do sneeze, but it's more like in my sinuses, I think. And then it causes me to get headaches and earaches. And like, oh, that sucks. it feels like I have like eye pain. Mm-hmm. That's so weird that you just, because you've never had them before, you said. Never. It's so weird. My down is that I spent all day at the pool the other day and I got so burnt. <laughs> I did use sunscreen, but like it didn't help. That was and almost my down, and then I decided really? to change it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm burnt right now too. Mm-hmm. And now my skin is just peeling like crazy, which I hate because I'm sure everyone knows. But if you use an exfoliator on peeling skin, it just makes it into a million little peels, but it doesn't like get rid of it. Yeah, I'm so peeling now I'm right crusty. now too. <laughs> so we're both just crusty. But it's fine because we have to wear a mask when we go out anyway, so it covers half your face, you know? Yeah. So my up is just that I started work again, like I already mentioned. So, I mean, I wish I could honestly stay home forever. I'm such a homebody, but I'm happy to, like, be making money again. (laughs) I know, (laughs) To have an income. After, like, months of not having it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Um, my up includes you... It was our best friend's birthday the other day, and we did that little drive-by surprise thing that everyone's been doing and, like, put balloons on our cars. Um, I think Leanna vlogged it. No, I know she vlogged it. 
and <laughs> she's gonna have a video going up soon so you can watch it there if you want on her youtube channel but it yeah, was the fun. video will be up before this podcast is so you can go watch it now yeah so um we basically surprised her we haven't seen her in so long so it was nice to just catch up all together i haven't seen liana in all that time either so we all kind of just like reunited we we're still distancing but it was still fun That was so much fun. When I got home, I was depressed because I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. I miss my friends. (laughs) I know. I didn't realize how much I did miss hanging out with everyone until we did. Mm Mm-hmm. Same. I actually said that in my video, too. I was like, I just forgot that, like, that's fun. (laughs) I know. Like, human contact. Yep. This episode, we kind of want to talk about a lot. It's kind of a lot. We're Mm going to talk about, like, approaching people, approaching human beings. First, we're going to focus on making friends and how to approach people that you want to be friends with. And then we're going to talk about approaching boys that you want to date. Or even girls if you're a guy listening. Like, how to be approachable. Mm -hmm. And then how to act when people approach you as yes, well. Yes, yeah. So it's all about, like, approaching. We're covering all the bases. Mm-hmm. And we're in no ways, like, professionals at becoming friends with people, but I feel like we've learned a lot through the years. We are not. We have a history of being very closed off, mm-hmm. which I feel like is kind of good to, for us to give advice because we've been in the position where we are like closed off and distant and unapproachable so now I feel like we know extra how to be approachable. Yeah I agree and we've had so much time since going to separate schools and like taking our own paths that we've learned from so we Mm -hmm. kind of like have seen both sides. Okay first we're going to talk about making friends. I know how to do it. I just need to work on actually doing it and taking my own advice now. For me, I'm the opposite. I can do it. I've never been someone that's like scared to go up to someone Mm -hmm. or like socially like scared, but I don't know how to do it. So that's why I don't do it. So we're opposites here. Okay. (laughs) We'll just work off Because I don't know what to say to people. Yeah. If someone gives me like, I don't, you know, if, if we have that that common thing like if Mm -hmm. we're in a class together or something I can go up and like talk to you but if I don't know you or like I don't know I don't know what to say I've just had a few experiences in my past where I've kind of just unknowingly like I didn't even intend to just speak to someone random but I have so I have a few tips on how to like make friends and meet new people and stuff is this in like a bar setting i feel like most of ours are in a bar setting which makes it a little different but we'll talk about both Mm -hmm. most of them are in a bar setting but i have a few like classroom or just like normal like everyday settings so the first one is the most obvious one and it's meeting people through mutual friends like i know you spent your first year of college you had a roommate that was very social so you would have had the opportunity to meet so many people from her. And you would did. Have. <laughs> would have. <laughs> yeah, well, my freshman year of college is an example of me being very closed off. And I literally had, like, my roommate would have her friends in our room all the time. And they'd be like, oh, why don't you come do this with us? Why don't you come here with us? And I would always say no. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And I was just never really there because I had a boyfriend. So I would come home all the time. 
which like contributed to it. Yeah, and our friend Kara, she's in a lot of our videos. I feel like she introduced us to so many people that we wouldn't have spoken with otherwise. So through yeah, her, yeah, true. Yeah, we were able to make a lot of different friends, like guys and girls. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. I think that that also makes it okay. Say you're in a bar setting and you see someone that you have a mutual friend with, that's a conversation starter, too. Yes, yeah. So even if they're not with that person that is the mutual friend, you could still go up to them and say, we're just going to use Kara as an example. Yeah. <laughs> we could say, well, how do you know Kara? Oh, my God, like, she's my best friend. I've known her for 10 years, like, blah, blah, blah. And then that could start a conversation from there. Yeah, definitely. And I have done that before. I'm always, mm-hmm. like... That's how I meet people in bars and, like, talk to people is I say – this is my favorite one to do, actually. (laughs) So if we have a class together with a random person, you kind of get to know the names of the people in your class if it's a smaller class. Or if you don't even know their name, you can come up to them and be like, hey, you're in my biology class, right? Like, I always say that, and it's foolproof every time because it kind of snowballs into a conversation about the professor, like, the class, all that stuff. Yeah, I wrote that down because that's such a good one. Because like you said, then you could say, like, how did you do on that test? Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that test was so hard. Did yeah. you do the homework? <laughs> that's another one. Did you do the homework? Yeah. Just always. I like, know. even if, like, my homework has been done for, like, two weeks, I'm like, did you do the homework? <laughs> Great. Good job. <laughs> and it just, that kind of, like, that little conversation you have in the bar with them, then you can like smile at them in class and say hi and it kind of just like becomes a friendship Mm -hmm. or an acquaint like they become an acquaintance which is really nice to have well I also wrote to kind of relate to that ask the people around you if they understood the work because when I would be in classes without you I would actually branch out and speak to people and I remember this one girl we would always sit next to each other but we would never speak And one day I like didn't get the homework or I didn't come to class. So I just randomly emailed her. So I literally emailed her. I was like, sorry, I'm the girl that sits next to you in class. Did you get the homework? (laughs) And she just like (laughs) talked to me and then we kind of became friends through that. Yeah. And then you can start talking in class next time you see each other. Yeah. It's kind of just like little things that you can do to become closer to those people. I feel like this also applies to work too. Like especially making friends at work is so much easier because you can just kind of talk about oh like do you get this or like Mm -hmm. what are you working on or I don't know I'm thinking of like an office setting I don't know do you know this person how long have you worked here you guys have a ton of similar co-workers obviously you have the Mm -hmm. same co-workers you can bond from that I never thought about work I've made so many new friends from this job that I'm in right now we intend to hang out at some point I'm sure but we can't because of COVID like um, one of my friends yeah I like want to hang out with her but we can't really do anything right now but I've become Mm -hmm. friends with so many people at work now yeah same um I feel like the most important part of all of this with making new friends is to have an open mind don't be like me and Leanna where Leanna (laughs) and I We were just such close friends that I feel like we didn't care to make more friends. So we didn't put in that effort to like, you know, be open to people that are trying to be our friend. I literally had such a bad mindset and I'm so ashamed and embarrassed and sorry to anyone that tried (laughs) to speak to me because I was just so closed off and 
it was like my freshman year of college. That's when everybody is meeting new people, making new friends. And I had a boyfriend at home. So I yeah. was like, okay, I don't need to meet any of these boys here because I have a boyfriend. Right. And I didn't want to like hurt his feelings by going to parties and stuff that he couldn't come to because he wasn't in college. It was just so toxic and I'm so embarrassed that I've that Aww. I ever even acted like that, honestly. It's just sad because I feel like that's just so many missed opportunities at like friendships and connections with people. It is. So this is my advice to you if you're a freshman in college don't do what I did and mm-hmm. be open to everyone because so many people I didn't even have to approach anybody like so many people approached me because everybody freshman year wants to make friends with everybody so so yeah. many people would approach me and just start conversations and I would like be nice of course but I would never take it a step further and like hang out with them or anything yeah and that's the thing I was gonna say is if you're shy like I'm a very shy person I've kind of come out of my shell a little But I would never be the person to initiate a conversation with someone. And there were still so many people that would come up to me and try to be my friend. Like, there will be someone who approaches you Mm -hmm. if you're not confident enough to, like, approach someone else. So Mm -hmm. that's your chance to be receptive and just be friendly back. Like, literally just reciprocate what they're giving you. And just say yes more. Like, if they invite you to something that might be a little out of your comfort zone, say yes anyways. That was Mm -hmm. one of my uh, resolutions for 2020, which I was getting a lot better at, and then quarantine happened, so I haven't really been in the position. But just, like, say yes to everything. Be open to everything, especially when you're starting a new chapter like college. Like, you need to just be so open. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of your chance to reinvent yourself, like... I live Mm -hmm. by this fake it till you make it. I'm shy, but sometimes I pretend like I'm not, and it works. (laughs) Pretend like you're confident, even when you're not. Yeah, and I feel like the biggest part of all this, too, is just be friendly. Like, smile at literally everyone. Like, people you pass by, I feel like that means so much, and it kind of allows them to approach you, you know? I know. I'm I'm really good at that now. I'm, like, happy to say, but that j- I'm just so embarrassed by, like, how I used to be. Because especially now, mm-hmm. I've grown so much. And I say hi to everyone I see. Like, if I walk past yeah. a person, even if I don't know them, I'm like, hi, how mm-hmm. are you? Like, so much more outgoing than I ever was. And I was thinking about how in college, with your major, well, we went to a smaller school, so that was, this was easier for us, but the people in your class... You're going to have the same classes with the same people throughout your four years. Like, all the Mm -hmm. biology major people became such close friends. And I didn't get to be friends with any of them because I was so closed off until my last year. I made so many friends, and I'm so sad that I had to graduate. And now, like, we're kind of going separate ways, but I still keep in contact with some of them. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to (laughs) boys or girls approaching you like Mm -hmm. anyone hitting on you at a bar yeah what we'll call this section (laughs) or it could be in school too yeah it can be that's nice or at work that's nice this is kind of just all situational but i said analyze how they approach you to see if they have the same interest in mind as you like notice if they're really interested in you and like maybe like are being super like taking it slow and maybe that means they want to date you they want a relationship or if they're just kind of like rushing things you know they might just not want a relationship Mm mm-hmm 
Which is fine if you're on the same page. Too. Yeah. So just make sure you guys are on the same page. So you just have to mm-hmm. analyze how he approaches you. Yeah. And one thing that always works if you're in a bar, just make eye contact with literally anyone and they will come up to you. You th- That's worked for you before? Yes. That's the only thing I ever do is make eye contact. <laughs> and then I'll look over, like look away for a second, look back and they're right next to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, again, have just like little experience with this. I feel like I always... Mm-hmm have a boyfriend (laughs) yeah (laughs) when we would go to bars so Mm -hmm. and now we don't go out so exactly (laughs) so another thing I'm really into is reading about body language so I know the cues you have to give for someone to know that you're interested and they're kind of weird I don't know if they work they must work because why would anyone ever write books on this what is so one of them is have your feet or your like torso pointed at the person that you're interested in that's like a cue for them that you're interested and also have like an open body don't cross your arms don't cross your legs have your palms showing yeah which that's like a crazy one more approachable for them to come up to you yeah and also if you are in a friend group try not to be like in a tight little circle like Give, you, give yourself some space so someone can maybe swoop in. That's literally us. Like, we are never not glued to each other, and I think that makes us really unapproachable. Mm-hmm. And I also wrote down how to, like, get a guy to maybe approach you as well, is to make your friend, like, leave you. I feel like I used to do this True. all the time. I don't know when, though, because I never did it at a bar, So maybe, like, in high school, I don't know. But, like, when you're alone, you're so much more approachable. So I would make you, like, leave, like, go talk to someone Mm -hmm. else. And I would just sit there alone and look like a damsel (laughs) in distress and be like, (sighs) and then it it makes it so easy for someone to come up to you. It works. Because imagine how much scarier it is. Think about yourself trying to approach a guy who's with all his friends. Mm -hmm. I could never. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you know the guy. Yeah, that's true. Or you know the friends. Mm-hmm. Something else that I feel like... <laughs> I have, like, way too much experience with this. It's, <laughs> like, feel out the situation like Leanna said, like... But how do I explain this? If someone is coming up to you like a guy, I feel like you can tell when they're kind of intimidated by you or, like, they... It kind of makes you have the upper hand if they're a little scared to approach you, but mm-hmm. they do. So then that kind of gives you a boost of confidence. You're like, well, he's approaching me. He's interested in me. I also feel like that shows that they're more interested in you as well because they're, like, scared of you. You know, so it's not like they're just looking for, like, a one-night thing. I feel like if they're Mm -hmm. really nervous, that means they really like you. Yeah, and that kind of gives you, like, a boost of confidence, honestly. And if you're a shyer person, this will kind of help you to, like, you won't be scared to talk to them. Yeah. Okay, so my go-to tips for (laughs) rejecting a guy that approaches me that I don't like or I could tell he just is, like, not on the same page as I am. Yeah. He'll ask for my number, right? That's always the first thing. Mm Mm-hmm. My response, I have a boyfriend. If he knows me and knows that I do not have a boyfriend, (laughs) I have literally said before to someone at the gym... I said, I don't have a phone. 
You've said that? I've said that. I just don't know what else to say. Part of me is scared of rejecting guys for the reasons we know. Yeah. You know? So so saying I don't have a phone would scare me a little, because who doesn't have a phone? <laughs> well, maybe you could, like, instead of saying I don't have a phone, maybe you could say my phone broke. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's a little more They'll be like, well, just give me your number for when it fixes. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It worked the one time I used it, but then also at the gym. One time this guy was, like, eyeballing me at the gym the whole time I was working out, and he was making me so mad because, like, I'm not here to, like, mingle, like, stop staring Mm -hmm. at me. And I couldn't look up. I couldn't pick my head up without making eye contact with him, like, wherever he was. So I'm like, great, now he's going to think I like him because we keep making eye contact. So then the second I go to leave and I start walking towards the door, he literally drops all the weights that were in his hand and sprints <laughs> oh after God. me. Like, he's leaving too now, right? Yeah. So then he starts talking to me, and the first thing he does is ask if I have a boyfriend. So I said no because I was, like, caught off guard. I was just like, no, I don't. So then I'm like, well, great, Leanna. Now you can't use that as an excuse to not talk mm-hmm. to him. So then he keeps talking to me and, like, asking where I go to school and stuff. And at this point, we're walking to my car at night in the parking lot, which is scary. So I'm, like, staying far away from him, like, ready to attack at any given moment. (laughs) This is how a girl's brain works. I know. Men that are listening to this. It's sad. Then he ended up asking for my phone number, and I just straight up said no. Because I couldn't say I don't have a boyfriend, and I couldn't say I don't have a phone because my phone was in my hand. So I just said... No, sorry. And that was really scary, but I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you, too. <laughs> for I don't know if I could have done that. Because I get scared, first of all, that I'm going to hurt their feelings. Also, that they're like, I don't know, that they'll get mad that I don't give them my number. In my So you would give him your number? Yeah. And then I would just block it. <laughs> In my opinion, it's way scarier to give him your number. Wow, I don't think so. Because then he has, like, your information. Like, what if he looks you up and, like, finds your name and, like, I don't know. That's true. I just panic in these situations. But I feel like I haven't been asked for my number that much. They'll just usually, like, find my social media and then, like, slide in my DMs and I'll never answer. (laughs) So you've never given a fake number? I don't think I've ever given a... I can't... Like, I literally can't... I would be, like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... I've never given, yeah, I don't think I've ever given a number, honestly, to, like, a random boy that approaches me. I've never given my number, and I've never given a fake number. But I know a lot of people give fake numbers. Yeah, I should do that. I need to, like, think of one. But I have given my number, and if they text me, I just, like, ghost them, honest. I don't even answer. (laughs) So then maybe they think I already gave them the fake number. Yeah, they could. Or should I respond and be like, hey, this is Nancy. (laughs) You have the wrong number. No, because then what if you meet them, like, five years down the road and you're interested in them and then they, like, have <laughs> have texted you before? Oh, my God. Okay, now we're going to get into approaching people that you're interested in. Like, not friendship-wise, but, like, approaching a guy you might like or a girl you might mm-hmm. like. This, I am not qualified to give information. <laughs> I was just going to say, not going to lie, I'm like a a noob at this i am not qualified yeah a noob yeah i could do it i just never have and i think i could definitely approach a guy at a bar if i wanted to i've just never wanted to (laughs) here's what i'll say i someone who i'm genuinely interested in i have never made the first move 
I just can't. That's another thing, though, that I kind of stand by. I don't ever want, like, to make the first move. I want someone to chase me. Me too. Okay, no. Here's (laughs) what I'll say. But not because of gender roles. It's more so because that's just what I want. (laughs) Yeah, same. I want someone to be, like, more interested in me than I am in them. At first. And then I'll I'll get to that point. But here's the Mm -hmm. thing. I take back everything I just said, and I would make the first move, but it would be very minimal. I would never... I could go up to a guy and, like, okay, say I really like this guy. I could go up Mm -hmm. to him, and I think I would literally just be like, if if I don't know him at all, say we have no mutual friends, we have no classes together, I don't know him, I could literally just go up and be like, hi, I'm Leanna, like start a little small talk like oh where did you go to school what are you drinking like I don't know that type of thing and then just leave and that's it and I would never be like oh you're so cute like what do you do you have a girlfriend like I would never hit on him like that but I would start a quick little conversation and then I feel like that opens the door for him to make the first well the next move it does but first of all you even speaking to him I feel like is a huge first move well that's just to like get get noticed you know because maybe he wouldn't have yeah get the ball rolling maybe he wouldn't have even noticed me if I didn't talk to him and now he knows my name so he can find me on Instagram he could take the next step from Mm -hmm. there yeah I can I can see that but here's what I would do okay (laughs) like I said the eye contact is a big part of all of it like that is me shooting my shot me making eye contact is like I just made a move (laughs) because I It's not that I don't have the confidence to go up to someone. I just can't function like that. I just can't do it. (laughs) Or if you know you like them beforehand and then you see them out, like, I saw this tweet that was like, a girl will shoot their shot by liking your tweet, which is so true. If you, like, kind of give them hints on social media Mm -hmm. that they will make a move in person. (laughs) Wait, my move? (laughs) What is it? Is liking a guy's, like, Instagram picture late, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's yep. like I'm the only notification that pops up. <laughs> I've I've done that before, but a guy called me out on it before. Do you know that? He's yeah, like, I remember you telling uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you do it a lot? I mean, like, twice. Oh. And then he's like, I know what you're up to. So I was like, oh. Okay. (laughs) Well, listen, I feel like that's becoming a mainstream move and everybody knows about it now. Like, you like somebody's picture, like, a day later, so they're not getting it Yeah, or, like, that night. Yeah, but I think it's a good thing that guys might know what we're up to because it's like, oh, like, she likes me. Like, she's liking my picture. right. So now they know without me having to tell them what I'm up to. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. And that'll also open the door again for them to, like, make the next move. Mm-hmm. So we do want them to know. Sometimes I forget, and I'm in that, like, middle school mindset where it's like, they can't know I like them. And I'm like, <laughs> wait. I would not want someone to know that I, like, love them, but they can know that I'm interested, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. liking your picture a little late shows I'm interested. Like, am I obsessed with you? No. Don't get excited. <laughs> but I'm interested. Yeah. So you have nothing under approaching boys except eye contact. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I literally wrote, hi, I'm Leanna, as mine, (laughs) my bullet point. 
Oh, I'm I'm gonna say it. That's ballsy. I just feel like that is. It is. You're literally starting a conversation with them. I mean, I have no problem like taking initiative, and you and I are so different on that. I will. I'm like not afraid to make the first move, but I just don't know. Like I said, if it's someone that you don't really know, I don't know what else you could say other than like, "Hi, I'm Leanna. What's your name?" Yeah. And even if it's well, like so- a twenty second conversation of like oh, like, where'd you go to school? And then say the conversation dies out, You, they're still going to have you in their mind. That's true. I like getting in people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was trying to think about what guys have said to me when they have approached me, but I don't think it's anything more than hi. Because it's not like we knew each other. No, I feel like all the guys that have approached you, you went to school with. So they would say something about school. They, I, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, you go to the same school, but what are they going to say? Because we're at the school party. (laughs) I can start a conversation with someone that I don't like so easily, and I don't know how I do it. I just do. Because I know that they like me, but I don't like them. So I'm like, hey, what's up? (laughs) I'm not really good. (laughs) Wait, all the guys, if they're listening to this, that have, like, you started a conversation with, they're all like... (laughs) I don't like you. (laughs) I don't... Oh, another tip, if you want to talk to a guy and say you know someone... Well, I don't... Okay, you have to be, like, friends, because if you just know someone kind of one of his friends and then go talk to him, they're going to think you're hitting on that friend. Mm-hmm. But if you know someone that you think is cute and you have a mutual friend that's with him or near him, go talk to them. Yes. So then you're, like, in the same group, and then you can maybe mm-hmm. be in a group combo. That's true. Or have you ever been... I know you and me both have this one friend. He's so social. He was friends with everyone at our school. So we would meet so many people through him. And, like, he would introduce us to them. Yeah. Like, hey, this is Yammer. And I'd be like, oh, my God, hi. Oh, my God, hello. (laughs) Okay, I think that that's all we have on this topic. But what you need to take away from this is to be open to new people don't be afraid to take initiative. Don't be afraid to be mm-hmm. a little ballsy, as we might say. Yes. Because also, no one's going to be offended that you want to be their friend. Yeah. Or that you're interested in them. Maybe have a few drinks. It always helps. <laughs> Honestly, that's a great tip. I say It's that. one that, it, it's unspoken, but I implied it during this entire conversation. <laughs> have a drink or two. Yeah. That'll help. F gender roles. Don't think about that. You could talk to the yes. guy first. And guys, a girl can approach you first. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of guys are flattered by that, actually. Guys love it. I tell you this all yeah. the time. Guys love when you take initiative and when you make the first move. Because mm-hmm. they're all scared and they don't want to do it themselves. So when a girl does it, it just makes it so yes. much easier on them. It's like a weight lifted off their shoulders. Or even, like I said, with what I would do, just even if you go up and you have a two-minute conversation, that's still, because then it just opens the door, because then that first awkward conversation Mm -hmm. is, like, out of the way. The first approach is out of the Mm -hmm. way. So now they're like, oh, well, she came up to me, we've already spoken, so now I can go up to her. Yeah. Have you ever had a guy, like, buy you a drink from afar? No. Like, the bartender's like, this guy just bought you a drink. No. Have you? (laughs) No, and I'm scared of that. Me too. Well, unless the bartender hands it to me, and then I know. I mean, I don't know if the bartender's friends with him. I'm just so like (laughs) paranoid. You are. 
no this never happened but i was also googling like how to approach a boy at a bar Mm -hmm. (laughs) and one of them was to buy him a drink and i think that's kind of interesting it is because then they know they can come up to you i've seen this in every movie okay it happens in all of them but normally the boy buys the girl a drink but i've seen somewhere the girl buys the guy a drink and then he's like well i gotta go (laughs) i think that's a really good idea because then it shows that like you're a strong independent woman and Mm -hmm. you can buy him a drink and f gender roles and you're approachable yes are you supposed to buy them the drink that you're drinking or are you supposed to give them another round of what they're drinking that's what i'm wondering because how do i know what they're drinking i think they know you ask the bartender you're like what are they drinking the bartender does not know in the movies they do but not in real life the bartender's so fed up with everyone (laughs) i know i have no clue because i'm thinking maybe like you can ask the bartender so then just next time he goes to order it it'll go on your tab maybe but what if you don't have a tab i don't even know i have i don't know how how this this works works. (laughs) but if you know how it works do it we have no experience (laughs) we can't help you all right so that's all for today's episode we hope that we inspired you a little bit to be a little more open a little bit less Mm -hmm. like 2016 liana a little bit more like 2020 (laughs) liana (laughs) Yeah, I hope we inspired you to, like, take initiative and just meet new people. Yeah. You can contact us through our Instagram, at Girls Logic Podcast, and we will respond to your DMs. We do post a lot, too, so make sure you follow us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Rate us five stars. (laughs) That would be great. It would, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.